Hi everybody, I'm Debbie Montgomery Johnson, the founder of the nonprofit The Woman Behind the Smile, and your host of Stand Up and Speak Up, a show that is about each and every one of us. And today is part two of my interview with the wonderful Avni Godzi from London, Ontario, Canada. Yesterday, Avni and I discussed heartification and her nonprofit and the work she's doing with Art with the Disabled. But we also touched a little bit upon online safety for teens. Today's interview, part two, is going to be Avni's tips and our discussion about her online experiences and how she and her friends need to be really careful. And as I always say, beware and be aware of the things that are out there that are not so kind. So join me and Avni with our discussion on online safety for teens. Now, since we've been speaking about being online and how important it is, in my world, you know, you and I have talked about my story and how I was scammed out of a lot of money from an online relationship. And I was talking with the founder, Dr. Tim McGinnis, the founder of the Society of Citizens Against Relationship Scams, and that's the nonprofit that I'm on the board of down in, in from Miami. And we are very concerned about online safety, especially for youth and for young women. The two age groups we found that are taken advantage of the most online are the 50 and older, the 50 year old women and older, and the 12 to 18 year old young women, which you fall right in the middle of that. So I have a couple of questions here, okay? Statistic wise, one in four children have their identity stolen, their names, their information, that stuff about them. In what ways do you keep your information private because you're very public on the internet. How do you protect yourself and your privacy? Yeah, so I don't put a lot of information about me. Like I put my age and what I'm doing, but other than that, like I don't I don't put all of my personal information on my social medias and all my on, on my website. So that way I, I'm protected and there's not too much information about me out there. And I, I like to educate myself about scammers, how, how they work, how they try to make that connection with you. And, you know, I'm also like being aware if a weird email comes in and I can kind of listen to my intuition, like my dad says, and kind of pick up on the different, different signs that it's just some rando, then, then I won't listen to it. And there's actually this one person who had contacted me through, the, through my website and they were like, oh, I want an original. And they were saying they would pay by check after they got the painting, mm -hmm. which obviously that, that's not going to happen. And if you want to buy a painting, you can pay through my website. So I just ignored the email um, because in my kind of spy senses for picking up that, that's, that's not going to happen. Like I'm, I'm just going to get scammed. Okay, and you're aware of scams, and you and I talked about it extensively when we were chatting, uh, but most teens don't think that they're going to be taken. But statistics show that teens and young adults are 20 times more likely to be scammed. Why do you think that might be true? I think that it might not be because teens have not been exposed to scammers. They don't know what it's like to be scammed, and nowadays teens are so, like, tech savvy and they're online so much that it's easy for them to become a target. And there's also things about followers and likes and it's competitive. You're talking to some 
you think it's a friend and you think they're going to follow you and like your posts. It's like a competition with your friends. And it might also be peer pressure. Um, there's many different reasons, I think. That's really interesting about the, the, the numbers. Uh, I, I work with a lot of women and we're like, you don't need 2,000 friends. But in your world, having a lot of people follow you, that's important, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's always like, oh my gosh, I have like 5,000 followers while your friend has 2,000. and becomes like a competition of who has more followers and who has more likes. Well, do they understand too that about 50% of profiles on social media are created by scammers? Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> and 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 uh, lists of you know friends and all that kind of they can be bought. Those lists can be purchased, and those are just fake numbers. So I'm so glad that yeah. you're aware of that. Um, have you ever heard of the app called Wisdo? W I S D O. I don't think I have. Okay, the reason I'm bringing this up because a friend of mine and one of my former guests, Dana Mantilia, Dana did a YouTube video on a on a thing called Wisdo.com. And the reason I'm bringing this up because we're talking about Dana is a cybersecurity and does a lot of really fun videos about that. But she brought up this particular app, and in this during this pandemic time. Uh, young adults and the rest of us are looking for friends and advice and going on online to look for those things. And, and on this particular app, um, young adults, particularly teens, are going and they're talking. They're asking questions. They're they're asking about different. You know, they're asking about how people are doing and how are you doing. And and people are having these conversations. And they're talking about their health. They're talking about how they're feeling. It could be mental health. It could be physical health. And the thing that I, if you go look at Dana on YouTube uh, and Wisdo, her video on Wisdo is that we are, the folks that are engaging those conversations are actually giving very personal information out that they should maybe be talking to a therapist about, not to just anybody online. So. How do you feel about talking to or, or your friends talking with people that they don't know online, on chats and that kind of stuff? I think it's very dangerous, especially if you think you know who you're talking to when you actually don't. You can get too comfortable and accidentally tell them some private information. And they can use that against you, which is terrible. So I think, I think especially like teen girls need to be aware of how many scammers are actually out there and how dangerous the internet can be. And they may not be thinking they're scammers because scammers become friends very quickly, believe me, that happens. They know there's an art of, there's a psychology of a scam where um, they very carefully pick out who they want to talk to and they, they listen to you, okay? They, they'll start a conversation. For me, it was via, uh, it was online, but now it's texting and apps and those kinds of things. But they'll, they'll ask questions about you and they'll, they'll come into your life. They'll become your best friend, your BFF, right? And then all of a sudden, they'll start asking, you know, send me a picture or can you get your dad's credit card and, and maybe get me an iTunes card or can you get me something? You don't have to have money yourself, but you have access to money if you really wanted to, and they know that. So that's, that's the difficulty with, or the, um, the caution I want for you to get, to get out to your friends. Be very careful. 
You and I also talked. I was contacted by uh, a father of a 16-year-old that was living down here in Florida, and she was on a on an app, a friend app, where she had this friend, a young man, who she thought was living in Connecticut. And they they were talking for like six months, but he never sent her a picture of him, never came online and talked to her live. Is that in your opinion, a little bit unusual for teenagers. Yeah, definitely. I think like nowadays teenagers are so ready to like show their face, especially like on Snapchat and stuff like that. So I think I would find it really weird if someone wasn't showing their face, wasn't doing live conversations. You you would never be able to see who they are. You're only able to see what they're like texting you. That's a bit odd. And that's exactly what I was thinking. And I told her that. And I said, what, were, what would you do if you said to him, you know, I'm going to stop being your quote-unquote friend if you don't come online and let me see you? And he got very angry. He said, I, I don't want anybody to see me. And I'm thinking, okay, you don't know who this person is. And you've become his friend, but he's not a friend if he's not going to come online and see you. So I want you to, I want you to be really careful. And, and it just got her thinking about it. And that's what I want you to, you know, you're so savvy in, on this media stuff. But just be careful and be aware that the pictures of people you're seeing out there, they may not be the real person behind those pictures. And many, many times those pictures are stolen by scammers to create profiles that look enticing. And what are, what are the social media platforms that you guys go to now? I knew for my age, it's like Facebook or LinkedIn, but what are the popular things that you and your friends use? Uh, I think like the most three top social medias that me and my friends use now are like TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. All of my friends have Snapchat, but those are the three main ones that I think teenagers use nowadays. And they're instant, right? It's, I mean, I think our, I'd love to say our attention span is out of a net, meaning we have to do things really quickly. We have to get the message out there really fast. But on these platforms, I don't, I don't have, well, I think I have an Instagram account, but I don't do much on it. What are the, what are the, what are the reasons you're on TikTok and Snapchat? What, do, what does that do for you? So I don't have Snapchat because okay. it's, it's not that safe. But TikTok... I see it just as a form of entertainment. There's so many different videos um, on there, but it can be dangerous, and you can have conversations on TikTok, and you can have public accounts where you accidentally might put information. I have a private account, but I think it's really important to be safe on any social media platform. That's really true because I, I maintain that – I'll say you young girls, because <laughs> I'm, I'm directing this to you right now, uh, love to have pictures out there and show everybody where you are, what you're doing. And from a parent's point of view, from a security point of view, if you're letting somebody know that, that you're, this is who you are, you're playing lacrosse or whatever sport you play at such and such a high school and you're going to be there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you're putting that out publicly, everybody in the world knows where you are at that particular time, what you look like, and you know, you're there with friends. If there was someone that wanted to do you harm, and I don't want to scare people, I just want to make you aware that someone that does not have your best interest in mind could go find you at that game, pick you up, take you, take you away, and you're gone. 
We're in South Florida. Human trafficking is huge. I'm sure in Canada it is also. I'll find out from my Canadian friends uh, if that is a true statement. But it is happening everywhere, and it's because we're not aware. We're not aware of our, our surroundings of what's you know who's around us and being careful. And being home during the pandemic has maybe stopped some of that in-person stuff, but we've seen the rise in online scams just skyrocket uh, this past year because we want friends and you guys want friends. You want numbers, you know. The I don't know. I, I'm just at a loss for words of the reason why everybody wants to have so many followers. So you have a pretty good following. What is the reason why you want to have followers? The reason I want to have followers is so people can know about my project and support those with disabilities and illnesses and just get to know about heartification and what I'm doing and I can spread the word to as many people as I can. Thank you very much. That is, that is the essence of it. It's not all about you. It's not about you at all. Yeah. It's not about you at all. And, and that is so extraordinary. Daphne is a young woman who is standing up and speaking up for a cause, for a purpose, for her heart. And I am thrilled to have had her as my youngest guest, uh, but one of the wisest. So thank you so much, honey, for being here. I appreciate it. Stand Up and Speak Up is dedicated to encouraging you to remove the mask of embarrassment and to being your best self. The episode has been sponsored by BenfootComplete.com, a vitamin supplement company that supports happy and healthy hands and feet for those with neuropathy. If you or anyone you know struggles with the pins and needles or numbness in their hands and feet, check out our Benfotinium products at BenfoComplete.com and use the special code STANDUP for a 5% discount on your purchase. Again, folks, thanks so much for being here today. I didn't mention, but I want to, that my new book, The Gift called Fearless. A gift called Fearless is coming out on July 22nd. It'll be available on Amazon. We'll put that out on the promotion too. That is one huh, kick butt book. It's really fun and I want you to go check that out. Go to my website thewomanbehindthesmile.com for additional information and resources. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and enjoy the replays. Thanks so much for being with us. Have a great day today.